Welcome back to Movie Ticket Monday. I'm Matt with my co-host Justin, and this week's film is No Country for Old Men. Came out in 2007, uh, won the Oscars, won a few Oscars for Best Picture, Adapted Screenplay, Supporting Actor uh, for Javier Bardem, and then Best Director uh, for the Coen Brothers. Some of the main actors starring uh, Tommy Lee Jones, Javier Bardem, Josh Brolin, and Woody Harrelson, along with Kelly McDonald. All right, so Justin, one word, what'd you think? I have two words for you this week, Matt. Okay. Objectively garbage. This film sucks. Okay. Okay. It's been six weeks. This is our seventh episode, I think. Sixth episode. And this is going to be the first time we fully agree on the entire film. And my one word is disgraceful. <laughs> this film sucks. Disgraceful. Honestly, this is going to be the shortest episode, possibly two or three minutes. I, I mean, I, I can, can only say this is a piece of shit 50 different ways. I <laughs> mean, right. this film sucks. I'm, it's I'm garbage. I'm going to just say kind of like a statement here. This film is a disgrace for Hollywood. Not that that means a whole lot because Hollywood's kind of trash anyway, but it's a disgrace nonetheless. It's a disgrace as a film itself, <laughs> and it's a disgrace for any movie fan. You don't even have to be a fan. You just have to watch TV at one point in your entire life, and this is a disgrace to you as well. Yeah, dude. I, I mean, I hope you came with some questions here because I don't have much to say. I, I mean, I can have my brain picked here, but this film is garbage. The only thing, the only redeemable quality that I have for this film is I think Javier's performance is one of the best in any film I've ever seen. I think his character does a phenomenal job. I think his acting capabilities are really, really good in this film. And the cast is really good. The cast is phenomenal. Um, Tommy Lee Jones, Woody, you know, you, you got a really good cast here, but the plot sucks. Holy shit does the plot suck. And I'm not always an exclusively plot kind of guy. In this instance, the plot was so bad, so pathetically wound together in the latter 30 minutes of this film that I hated it. I have zero interest in watching this film again, and I think this is the first film I've ever seen that I would say that for. Holy shit. What and a crock of mind. fucking garbage at the end. Yep. It blows my mind that it's on that top 250 on IMDb, and it's up there. It's got and it won Oscars. Won. What the fuck is it? it I mean, the Academy it, I mean, sucks, but like it, true. And it, I mean, I don't know what a true sweep is, but I mean, it swept actor, directing, and movie, which is some sort of sweep somewhere. Maybe a small straight. I'm not sure, but now let's let's talk about why this film sucks. You first. Why this film sucks? <laughs> there are so many problems that I found in this film. That had to do with, one, the plot, two, the logic about these people and how they go about things, and then the end, which is, I thought the Departed ending was awful. This trumps it in every way on every planet. So my first thing is Javier's character. I had to Google, well, I watched it and I figured it out later, but just to confirm, I Googled it. He is like a psychopathic serial type of killer. Now, his role in this film has 
absolutely the exact opposite of what a serial psychopathic killer would do. Okay, you don't follow a man around the state and in a different this country. This is the part that you're latching onto? No, 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 no. This is one of the parts. But you tell me it's not It's not messed up. You look at every serial killer ever, and they kind of just pick someone, they kill him. And the thing about this is, he didn't, ch- like, he doesn't choose it. There's no reason why he gets involved at all to me. I he thought he was supposed up. to hunt them down. I thought that he was part of the drug ring, hunting down for the drug lord. No, I don't he's think he's just, a serial he's killer. Just, no, he's a psychopathic killer. He has nothing to do with the drug ring. What? Because he, no, th- at the very beginning, this is this is my take, and I'm pretty sure I'm right on this. At the very beginning, the first minute and a half of the film, you hear, I think it's Tommy Lee Jones's voice, dubbed over, talking about Javier's character and saying how... When they took him in, he said, don't release me. I will kill again. Like, I will continue killing. He's not part of the drug ring. He is just a psychopathic killer. And when he gets out, he goes back to kill again. And the only reason to me why he gets involved is because he somehow finds himself by the by that um, by the drug deal gone wrong. And he shoots those two cops and he all of a sudden just takes over because at that point he has the cop's car so he hears it on the radio he goes to the drug dealing place shoots the how cops do you explain said, how do you explain how those two drug dealers in the suits who he shoots knew him he worked those for weren't the guy. drug dealers those you're were wrong. cops no what that was a cop <laughs> buddy those two wrong. people were cops that no. he shoots in the dark those were cops no they weren't you're telling me drug dealers have those giant flashlights they're there because tommy lee jones comes no. in <laughs> okay well I, I, I hang on and the reason that i know you're wrong and i'm not trying to you know burst your bubble here is when he goes and kills the man that was discussing with woody harrelson right he goes and kills the guy behind the desk in the big building he was basically yeah javier what was that was for hired hitman because that guy hired javier Oh, is that what that part back. was about? <laughs> You're a dumbass. Okay, you know what? That may be, but the fact that those guys were still cops is perfectly fine. They're, they're it not still cops. holds up. No, no, they worked for the drug dealer guy who hired Javier. They're, they're not cops. No. So no. who was the guy in the chair then who he kills? That was Woody. Woody no, so- no, later. He, no, I know Woody. He kills him while they're sitting in the motel room. No, later on, right before the end, he walks yes, into the Yes, the guy meeting. behind the desk. But who that is he? That was the boss. That was the head honcho drug lord who hired Javier to track down the money. And he and works for a regular company? No, he's a drug dealer, Matt. But oh he, but God. but the accountant was talking to him I came in here right to shit on this shot. film and you didn't understand the plot? <laughs> I do. I completely understand it because it's shit. This is a big misfire, my guy. No, 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 no. Oh man. Then how how do you explain the accountant sitting in there who works for the company? That guy had to be a CEO of a company. It could be, a and drug, they didn't explain that accountant. at all. It could, it could be a drug dealer accountant. I agree. There's some loose ends here. Not in that type of not in that type yeah, of I, office. You don't have a drug yeah. dealer in that type right, of we office. Gotta, we got to keep this thing moving. We, we got to keep this thing moving. All right. How did you miss this? I didn't miss it. I'm just it. telling you that that's what it is. I'm telling you that that they were cops. He heard it on the radio. He went there and fine. Your 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 thing still holds up. He was hired for it. That's perfectly fine. But if he was hired for it. Why does he kill every single person he comes in contact with? 
And he also goes out of his way to kill his wife. That is not what a like a, a hitman does. That is not even close to what a hitman does. That would be a psychopathic killer. And I read reviews on people who thought this film was good and bad, and they and they like give the synopsis and they say psychopathic killer. That's what they say. So I'm almost sure that. Well, I I'm gonna say I'm sure from my eyes that they were cops. I can see your point, and that would make sense for that one part. But there's absolutely no reason. Even if, even if he's one of the two, I don't care what he is. No one goes out of their way to kill the wife at the end. Yeah. If you're a psychopathic killer or if you're the hitman drug dealer. No. And even yeah. so, you don't kill everyone along the path. I mean, the guys on the side of the road. I mean, the, this guy, I think, was a psychopathic killer. I, I, I agree was... with you. I agree with you that he's a psychopathic killer, but he was contracted by the drug dealers. And the reason, and th this is the only redeemable element of this film. I see some that. Of the subtlety deep you know meanings here the reason that he kills the wife at the end of this film is because he has a convoluted sense of truth in that he promised that he would kill Llewellyn's wife right and so he even says that at the end of the film and when he gives her a heads or tails you know option the only reason that he's killing her is because he made a previous promise to, to Llewellyn in, in this film. And you see it throughout with Javier's character. And it reaffirms the fact that he is a psychopath is he has these weird standards that he lives by that typically rely on people dying. Like one of the funniest scenes in this film is when he's in the convenience store. It's pretty early on. And the clerk guy, he's like, how'd you get here? You know, they're just having casual conversation and he flips the coin and he lets the guy live because he guessed correctly. It's a really comical film, but it brings out the fact that Javier has these convoluted standards basically for how he determines life and death and who he's going to kill. And, and that's exemplified by him killing the wife at the end of this film. But okay, that's so getting into the weeds a little bit. Well, it's, it's weeds that are completely un, unfinished. The, the, the only redeemable part of this movie, I think, is one big theme, and it's it's in the name, uh, you know, No Country for Old Men. And the, the meaning is with Tommy Lee Jones' character, and that Tommy Lee Jones at one point... Basically, this film is about him trying to reconcile crime as he gets older and his role as the sheriff with this crime going on. And there's a pretty impactful scene with, I think it's his uncle towards the end of the movie, the one with a lot of cats at the end, in which his uncle recites a really gory death that happened, you know, some 50, 60, 70 years ago, some grimy, disgusting murder, um, homicide. And it kind of reminds the viewer that maybe times haven't gotten worse, but rather Tommy Lee Jones has changed, right? And so that's what it means. This is no country for old men is it's a reflection on Tommy Lee Jones's role as a sheriff. Um, and it's a reflection on how the world can change, but it's more so the world isn't changing. You as an, indi as an individual change as you get older. And so that's the theme of this movie. And it's kind of hard to pick up on. But, but that's what it's getting at. And that's, that's where it comes in. And the reason I hate it is because I agree with that introspective approach, right? That's an interesting thought that you could develop a film around. The issue is this film does it in such a pathetically horrific manner with a shitty plot that takes a really good concept to explore, a really good philosophical idea of are we changing or is the world changing? And it tries to explore that in the most pathetic way possible. That coupled with a shitty plot is why I really, really hated this film. So here's, here's to build off of that. I had to Google what this film meaning was 
after I watched it. That's how poor it did because I couldn't get it. And then I look back. So here's my here's another big problem for me. To me, Tommy Lee Jones's whole character was completely useless. And two, it felt like they filmed the movie and said, you know what? Tommy Lee Jones wants to be in this film. Let's put him in this film. Let's uh, film his parts after the fact and then edit them in to make no sense. That's what it was to me because he has no outcome. He has no input on any sort of thing that this film tries to entail. And to even try to pick up on what this film is supposedly about, he also brings nothing except for that last few minutes when he's with his uncle. And that's it. Throughout the entire film, it's a complete waste of a character and time. And I like Tommy Lee Jones. The the film is is designed for him to bring out that theme. That's his only purpose. And I, I'd kind of agree with you in that it almost seems like he's half-assing his character in this film. Yeah. And I get it's tr- kind of to show that he's exhausted and that he's getting old. But but that but this is a cat and mouse game. How why is that a relevant character, a relevant point? If this is supposed to be who's gonna win, and all of a sudden at the very end it says, "Oh, this film instead of was about the the killer and the guy, it's somehow about Tommy Lee Jones's character who really wasn't in it a ton to say this is the main point character of why we're making this film." That is so abysmal. I would love to talk to the Cohen brothers about why they think that was a good idea or what their thought was for that. I won't disagree with you on that. You know, you know, by extension, I would say for the early part of this film, sometimes I'm covering my eyes because it does have some pretty intense scenes. Javier's character gives you this Michael Myers vibe, you know, it's the way he walks. He walks like a psychopathic murderer, kind of like See, Michael Myers in the Halloween I don't films. Buy the, that scene where you're saying he was hired, like he was hired because he killed that guy. He, he was, I can kind of mad. see that, but they don't, they do not imply that he gets out of, he gets out of handcuffs because he strangles the guy and you have no clue how he's hired or why he's hired or what his involvement is, except yeah, for he's a I psychopathic mean, killer. There's, there's no and blend there. So I mean, bad. yeah, you don't have to deny that. Once you accept that, it makes a little more sense. But like, you, you know, you, you unpack it as that, right? It was, was going right? well. Was like, right? It was, was going like, well. Uh, this film for the first hour was pretty intense. It's, it's a pretty interesting crime drama um, suspense. It's a thriller. Some of these scenes with Javier and, and Llewellyn are are intense. You're on the edge of your seat. You're covering your eyes. I mean, the guy's got a pretty badass tool with the freaking CO2 tank or whatever that pumps out the locks. But where they, you know, and I'm into it, but I'm wondering what the point is. And then when Llewellyn dies, and not only does he die, it's fucking off screen. That pissed me off so much, and I lost all. I wanted to turn this film off. I want. I was. I almost did actually, but I'm like, I gotta watch it for the review. But I, then I'm thinking, oh, what a better review than I didn't even want to finish it. It was so garbage. That's fair. They lost me so much when he died, and he could have died. And if it was on screen, I think I would have liked this film a little more. The fact that he died out of nowhere off screen has such a sour taste in my mouth makes me so And the angry. fact that the Mexicans killed him when the Mexicans were in the movie, maybe like 48 actual on-screen seconds, was the stupidest thing ever. You have this guy who I guess was hired and he doesn't even get the guy. But these these Mexicans who, let me go back to the pl- uh, plot point that is, makes no sense. 
He found the tracker in the in the money, which just as a side note, no one puts a tracker in like the second to top stack. That is just stupidity. And aside from that, he took the tracker out. There's no way you're going to track that guy after he took the tracker out. But specifically the Mexicans and second specifically Javier's character. No way do you track him that legitimately and that well with no I... information to go on. I love how even when you and I agree, you latch on to the most insane tidbits. That's that not insane, though. That is, lo- that is a logical piece. That's like, Justin, that's like in Mike Myers' Halloween film. He gets thrown by an axe. The axe goes through his back and he gets up, pulls it out, and it's fine. That is not actually possible at all. So you're talking about this thing that they have this whole plot around the money and tracking the guy who stole the money down, it's not even a logical track down because when you remove that, I could see it up to that point, that's perfectly fine. But when you remove that, there's no way they follow him to El Paso and all these other cities across the border, find him in the hospital with no ID on him whatsoever. It's not possible. And that's that's the plot. You're saying I'm latching on, which I am, but that is the main driver for the plot of tracking him down. And if that's not possible, then what is this film? This is complete, illogical, not possible film that is trash as is. Because yeah, things I have mean. to add up. And there is there is a certain reach that films have, superhero films, war films, where you'll get shot a few times and don't die, fine. But to track someone in this, in what was this, like the 70s or something, when there's no technology, no nothing, and somehow you know he's going to five different cities and across the Mexican border and then back, no, not a chance. I mean, that's, yeah, like, I mean, I don't disagree with you. I'm just mad. I'm mad. You know, l- let me get into some some technical. One thing I did notice is this film doesn't use sound really at all. Not a single soundtrack piece. Not it's one. pretty much dead silence, actually, with the dialogue. There's um, not much dialogue either. Yeah, there's really not much to this film. No. To, to the viewers that are listening right now, you know, I got to emphasize how I typically love. I, I don't love. I typically enjoy any film I watch to a certain extent. It typically ends well. I don't get overly pissed off. This film sucked. I, I just like the plot made me angry. I literally was about to turn it off when he died like that. Matt, I can't I can't put it more clearly than I was fuming the fact that he died off screen. And even the ending, the way this film ends, it has no resurrection moment, no completing the circle, no coming full circle, nothing like that. It just leaves you with Javier's character living on and the concept of this theme that they were trying to explore that I think they did a pathetic job at. And the only thing I want to emphasize that I can say is Javier did a phenomenal job with his character, but it was not supported by a good plot at all. At all. I'm never going to watch this film again. I I want to boycott the Coen brothers almost because this film sucked. I've only seen the Big Lebowski. Am I being too harsh? That was not a very good I mean, Big Lebowski is good, but like, am I I, being too harsh here? No. No, see, harshness is where your anger and where your hatred comes from. And that's what I have because I wasted two hours of my life. Not only that, it's not even that this film, like, I don't, I mean, yeah, the deeper meaning I didn't get. I don't think most people got, especially first time around. But more importantly, it was about nothing. You watch this film and you're waiting for, it's a thriller, right? What type of thriller aspect did this have? Except for maybe two parts when you think someone's going to die and that's it. And those were like 45 seconds, maybe a minute. The rest of it was such a waste of time that this cannot be considered a thriller either. This is more like a documentary or something of a drug deal gone wrong and what can happen. 
Honestly, I would rather it be a documentary and have like someone commentate it. Tom Hanks or something. So so I, I did read this one review that was talking how it kind of modernizes or, or gives a 2000s version of a Western. And I thought that that was so insulting to every Western film that I've ever seen. This film has no element of a Western in it, aside from the fact that it's run out of grungy old 1980 Texas. Yeah, because it's from Texas. That's that's insulting. I'm pretty. This sure. is this is a, like a, this is a crime film about drugs and greed. I mean, you could derive a theme, I guess, about but greed it's not here, even but like it's not a that. western. It's not even a. I, I wouldn't even say it's fully about that greed. Maybe slightly because he wanted to keep the money. But what are you going to do with drug dealers' money anyway? Give it somewhere? Probably not. And in the '70s, fine. I don't even think it's about greed. I I don't even know what the film's about. I see your point about the end of Tommy Lee Jones, but I think his character was added after the fact it was filmed, which I don't think it was, but it's such an afterthought that it sh- that shouldn't even be about it. This film was supposed to be about a cat and mouse, and you don't even get the ending for that. You get some thrown-in aspect of Tommy Lee Jones' character of how he's growing old, and he had no relevance in the film. It's such a disgrace. I mean, they can't even get their point across as a director for this That's film. That's an interesting point, actually, about the cat and mouse. And you were hinting at, early, at it earlier, but I don't think you explicitly explicitly said it. You're right. The, That's the what first it is. half you of have this the film mouse, is a which cat is the guy and mouse. Who, yeah. Llewellyn being Llewellyn. by Javier. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and it's not even, even like that the, the cat, the cat doesn't even get the kill of the mouse. Yeah. No. In fact, he gets hit by a car and just walks off. You don't even know what happens to him after killing who knows how many people out of absolute no reason and his character didn't even he, i didn't i didn't even think his character was that i i didn't like his character either i mean he had some mystery to it which was all right but it they didn't even explain how it was brought about llewellyn aside from him showing up at the drug deal that went wrong that's the only thing they explained and they didn't even explain it they just show him walking through texas wilderness and showing up there i mean they don't explain any other character at all which is a disgrace there's no development there's no nothing i i agree i think i'm heated in summary the only redeemable qualities an impeccable cast i mean some of the action sequences were pretty cool some of the fight scenes were pretty cool the no, shootouts I that, and stuff what, i thought what javier's gun javier's gun was pretty badass that was but w- let me ask you what shootouts were there I mean, Actual there, shootouts. small individual scenes like when he kills the, the Mexicans in the motel. Okay, one. Um, he kills a few uh, when, people. When him and, when him and Llewellyn means. are going at it in the street. See, I think that's, I don't even consider that a shootout type of scene because you don't see either. All right, don't you, put me on the spot like that, man. I, well, well, those are the only two that come to mind. And that second one in the streets doesn't even count because you don't actually see any back and forth. You see some spray shot, stray shots that one ends up h- hitting Llewellyn and th- that's it. I don't even consider, I think there's one in that when he kills those three Mexicans in the motel. I think yeah. that's it, which you're missing All right, one of the biggest rephrase. parts of the thriller. Good cast. Javier does a phenomenal job. So let me Interesting let me, theme to explore that they fail to explore. That's all I got. So let that's me ask you, what do you think what do you think the relevance of Woody Harrelson's character was? Well, so so Woody Harrelson is also a hitman. And so the reason that Javier kills him is because Javier's employer hires Woody Harrelson to go kill Javier. And Javier gets pissed, so Javier kills Woody Harrelson and then kills his employer. That makes more sense. Okay, but but like I even thought, so, I thought it was a mute point, and I thought it was a complete waste of a character. You almost think Woody Harrelson is like DEA to start out. That's what honestly. I thought initially. Yeah. I, I thought it was past uh-uh. DEA. No, up until mo- pretty much the entire film, until I realized 
that he was trying to find yeah, him I mean, for whatever reason. And now that I now that you mentioned he's a he's he was hired, despite the fact that I still think he's a psychopath. I, I don't really I don't really have anything else to say here. So I have my hot take as every every episode oh, has. God. How do you have a hot take? I don't think Javier's performance was actually that good. I disagree. I think you're wrong. I think you're an idiot for saying that. I think you're I just think... lumping into the rest of it. No, 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 no. I think it's okay, but I think the character that he plays doesn't require a whole lot in terms of emotions. Now, he does fine kind of seesawing, maybe morale or the coin toss fine, but if, if an Oscar is worthy, I think Llewellyn or... Honestly, even now she's not in it a ton enough, but I thought the the woman McDonald, I thought she did a phenomenal job acting as no. well. But I thought I thought um, Josh Brolin should have won it. I thought he did a great job. Compared I think Josh to, I thought his Brolin's emotions, character his is was pretty better. basic. I thought I thought he was kind of basic and and uh, so is Javier. No. They're both basic see, characters. See, the reason Javier deserves this, in my opinion, is when he functions with no emotion. It's powerful in his dialogue. I mean, the ending scene when he's about to kill Llewellyn's wife is is pretty remarkable in terms of the dialogue and you get really good character insight. And I think he's really good. Even the way he walks around kind of like Michael Myers, he does an impeccable job of showing an emotionless guy who's just just pulsing around. Yeah, I, I thought Josh Josh's character lacked it was just there. I think you could have substituted so was, any so actor into there. Javier. That's that's I, my that's I my, what I was about I to know. say for Javier. Because there was no real emotions, I think most half decent actors could have pulled it off. Would they have truly won the Oscar? I think the Oscar going into him was trash. I don't know what other films were up for the Oscar, but to me, anyone could play that role. Exactly what you said about Josh, because th- for the fact that the character doesn't have a ton of emotion. I think anyone could have sat in the chair with his wife when she walks in the room and done a, a perfectly good, as good job as as uh, Javier does in the film. Just because he he shows nothing, and I understand maybe a psychopathic killer. They don't, but that doesn't mean just because you can portray that doesn't mean that's a superb acting job. You don't have to show much. They have no emotions. Which is why I don't think it was actually that great. I mean, he played it perfectly fine. This but film, I don't see how he won the Oscar for it. This film is so bad that like I don't even have the energy to fight you on that point because, <laughs> like, like I think he did a good job, but I'm not gonna go and defend it because I think other people. I'm did such better. a non-fan of this movie that I don't even have the energy to fight this hot take. I disagree with you. I think Javier did a good job fine but he but, by no but means like, was it great i just standing or worthy of an actor uh oscar i was so disappointed and i'm glad that we watch these movies that i don't love because it gives me a unique perspective on the development process you know a lot so of now you stuff. know why i hated there will be blood right no no that was, was that was so much better than this it's not even funny um but i, I just to the viewers out there i wish i could provide more commentary here i'm just it was disheartening the way that this film ended. I just wanted to review it immediately and say objectively garbage because let's let's talk about the end for just a few minutes. He talks about his two dreams. And the one dream which is really the only relevant one I see is when he says his father's, you know, riding in front of him because he's younger. He died, I guess his father died young and at that point in Tommy Lee Jones's life, he's now older than his father. That is the only portion of that that I see that plays in a, to a role of 
the no country for old men of how he's kind of losing it when he's older. And he realizes that he has to like let the past go in terms of he, I guess he couldn't catch the people. And I read some of this, these points, cause I didn't get it, but that he couldn't catch the money or Javier's character and that he has to let the past of being, you know, in the law enforcement and a sheriff go. And he has to find his new life in retirement. And that's kind of where, and in retirement at his age. And I guess the only thing I have for that dream is when he's going to his father, he's riding to his father who rides ahead, I guess is somehow coming to terms with it, knowing that he's old. He's older than his father was when he died. And he's just old in general and he has to find his path, whether it, I'm not going to say whether it be to his father or not, but he has to find something. And that's that's it. And I think it's kind of far-fetched, but that's the only thing that I found. Yeah, and that feeds to the no country for old men. It's like he's washed well, up. It's time for him to move on. I would have much rather it just ended with Javier's character walking down the street, walking away from the crash, because that at least adds an openness to it. This this Tommy Lee Jones talking about his his dreams is so obscure and pointless. I mean, they, they just didn't put their point across in a manner that one, I think, could be made into a film, and two, was just so poorly done. I don't know. I don't think they had a vision for it. I think they changed it throughout. I think they had Cat and Mouse. Then somehow, for whatever reason, they got um, Tommy Lee Jones coming into it. But he again, he doesn't even do anything for the film. Doesn't stop anyone. Doesn't find anyone. He just drives for half of it. So, so what are you going to give it? I mean, I think it would be a disgrace based on the last 30 some odd minutes to give it any more than a 1.5 all right legitimately i would say 2.5 though i'm not giving it any more i i kind of like my 1.5 initial and i feel like i should go with that but realistically 2.5 because the acting was good Again, I don't think he should have won an Oscar, but the acting was good. I, <laughs> I enjoyed it. <laughs> I The cat and mouse aspect for the first hour or so was a little intriguing. And that's it. That's all I'm giving it. It should be lower, honestly, but that's what I'm giving it. I'm going to, out of respect for the Coen brothers no and Javier and the acting, I'm going to give it a five. But I don't think I'm going to ever review a film lower than this. Oh, I did. If if it's that bad, how can you give it a five? That's a that's in essence a middle of the road film. No, no, yeah, you know how these you know how these recordings these uh, review numbers go. It's yeah, phenomenal. One is awful, ten plus. is great, which means a five's right in the middle. Look at IMDb. Not, even if it's a shit, like even Jack and Jill probably has. That's like, because what, you five? have people who think it's an Heck, amazing Star Wars film, Episode Two, Attack of the Clones, has like a six point two. Yeah, but. That's because you have people like myself who think it's a quality film and it brings it up. But we're we're talking about an individual thing. If I'm writing an IMDb, I give it a two since you can't do decimals. I give it a two on IMDb. I'm going to go with the five still. Okay. I'm just, the viewers are going to know that I'm probably not going to review anything lower than this. I really liked Javier's performance and out of respect to him and, you know, the filmmaking process because it is a creative approach, uh, five, but. I mean, I don't think actually maybe Attack of the Clones will get ranked lower than a five, but uh, I, I mean, hate you. <laughs> I hate sand. So, oh my god. Yeah, I'm just gonna leave it at that. All right. Thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen, for this week's. As you heard, we 
not big fans actually we're not fans at this, all I'm this not. film broke me i think in terms of like knowing that there can be such disappointment next time we will be doing django unchained so join us for that django yep there it is Django. we knew it was coming so you stay safe and stay classy.